Modern Pleasure Podcast is sponsored by Adam and Eve. Lean in to your sexual curiosities. Are you ready? Because it's about to get real. Modern Pleasure answers the questions about sex that you've always wanted to ask, but didn't. We are a commodity. Intimacy is a commodity because we're attached to our phones and the apps are on our phone and we're always swiping, looking for new people, window shopping and or chatting with people. When we were on a desktop back when, and then there's back when before the desktops and there was not online dating. There was just, you know, you meet through mutual friends or at a bar, but the website and a desktop forced you to have space and time to marinate in your selection, to marinate in the conversation, to come back to it. Everything was not this instant gratification or impulsivity. Welcome back to Modern Pleasure Podcast. Hi, Dr. Jenny. Hi, Kim. Good to see you. I know. Good to see you, too. Are you getting snow over there in Colorado? Oh, I have a lot of snow right now. It's great. I love it. We got a ton of rain recently, too, and it's been nice. So um, welcome to winter. Yes, totally. <laughs> I, I love this time of year because for me, I'm not, I'm not a summer person because I get hot anyway. So I always like the, the winter weather. But it's yeah. also cuffing season. Oh. Oh, cuffing season for <laughs> Okay, I know what cuffing season is for single people. Um, so, you know, the perfect conversation starter for this uh, episode, which is um, sex and being single and navigating your way through that. So um, we have a, a listener, one of our devoted podcast listeners, who's agreed to come on uh, the show with us today. And, you know, maybe we can answer some of her questions and maybe Dr. Jenny can offer her some suggestions and we'd just like to hear about her experiences too. So that'll happen here in just a few minutes. Um, first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, uh, Adam and Eve. And of course, by being a devoted Modern Pleasure Podcast listener, you get 50% off any one item. And all you have to do is put code word modern in that uh, little code word promo area when you check out. Plus, you get 10 free gifts, 10 free fun gifts, as I've discovered, and free shipping. And who doesn't love that? Um, Adam and Eve, they have everything you could think of. They are so funny. I I loved when we were talking with Kylin and Kayla, Kayla. And we were talking about the rose, and and Kylin goes page eight. <laughs> oh, page eight. She even knew that's how. So, oh, that's she, great. I had that's. Great. She even knew where to find it. It was just hilarious. So, um, you know, check it out. Uh, the rose is something that I've kind of thought about. I thought that might be fun. Um, just discovered in our last episode that Dr. Jenny purchased the pillow, which is next on my list. And uh, so find some fun, fun things to explore, um, you know, your adventurous sexual desires, adamandeve.com, code word modern, and get that 50% off almost any one item. So uh, obviously this isn't a topic that, you know, I'm relatively involved in, in terms of being single and having to navigate through sexual relationships in that manner. It's been a long time since I've been single and I just, well, actually, you know, 20, if you, 19 years married, 20, 20, if you count how long we've been together. 
Um, and, and I've always been that kind of a monogamous person. I liked being in relationships and even though I had some really, really horrible ones, I wasn't one that, you know, was having multiple sexual partners or, you know, dating multiple people. It was just way too much for me. Um, but uh, I know a lot of people that do. In fact, you know, one of my best friends uh, is an expert on online dating. And I actually tried to get her to come on the show. And I think she just was like, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> don't want to talk about it. I'm like, OK, that's fine, too. But yeah. um, she actually does it very well, you know, and she meets a lot of interesting people and some she's had long term oh. relationships with. But it just never panned out, you know. Um, so it's interesting to hear her take and and the different, you know, people that she meets in in different dating, you know, scenarios. And, and you know, sometimes it's funny. She has categories for him. Well, this is just going to be a coffee date. This one looks yeah. more like a happy hour date. This one, I might actually, you know, drive to the Bay Area and meet him, you know, somewhere at a park and have some, you know, have a day of it, you know. So it's yeah. funny. Like, how long have you been talking to these men? Oh, for a few weeks. Okay, yeah. you know, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna share with you one, one experience, the one and only experience that I had as a single. A person who decided to to do an online dating match, and I was in a situation where I had to. Um, I, it was when Match dot com actually first started. I mean, this is going way back, right? Um, top, yeah. Right. And so, yeah. I was I was actually on the radio. I was I was doing a morning show, and uh, I was in. I was asked to endorse Match dot com because I was single. And they thought it would be great for the on-air, you know, listeners to hear of my experience. So the deal was that you um, met somebody, you you found somebody that you liked that you would have to disclose, look, so this whole experience is going to be um, a part of our radio program. And they want us, you know, we can we can text or or email. I think at that point it was really just email. I don't think there was texting involved at all. This is how far back yeah. we're going. But we could email each other and um, and figure out, you know, how this was going to work. Well, I won't get into the whole story, but we met. We talked for the first time on the air. We made a plan to um, he was he was he lived in L.A. and he was going to come here. And um, the station was going to pick up the tab for dinner and the whole bit. It turned out to be my worst nightmare. Um, no. Oh, oh, for sure. I mean, I, I'm not going to say he wasn't. An, he was a very nice person, but he was not anywhere near what I thought he was based on our conversations and all this. In fact, come to find out. He he um, didn't even have a place to live. And I think when he came over in this area, I, I at the time lived in a big house and I had three male roommates at the time. One was my older son and two other male uh, roommates that I had. And I had this huge house with extra rooms. And so I'm not going to get into how he ended up staying at my house. But after you meet and talk to somebody for a month, 
you know, you're like, yeah, I have this extra room. I've got these three guys that live with me. Nothing's going to happen. You can have that room, you know, as opposed to paying for a hotel. Yeah. Just for the night. Just for the night. Well, he ended up not having a way back home. (laughs) Yeah, it was awful. I literally had to take him with my son and say, we're dropping you off at the bus station. Get out of, you know, here's a ticket. And then I had to talk about our date on the air the next Monday after that weekend. And it what was, did you talk about? How did you make, did you, were you honest or did you sort of? Well, at first I didn't want to talk about it. I told my partner on the air, I said, in no way should we talk about this date. And he goes, why would happen? I go, I really don't want to talk about it. It's embarrassing, you know, that I allowed this person in my house and, you know, I mean, he said he lived next door to Carmen Electra. I think he lived in her alley. And <laughs> this is not this is not a good conversation to have if we're endorsing this company. And, right. he, and he kind of blindsided me and said, no, we're going to talk about it. And so I'm like, OK. So I did. I told the whole story and um, Match.com decided to drop me as their endorser. <laughs> oh, my that? <laughs> Yeah, it was it wasn't a good look for them. But anyway, things have things have changed quite a bit in the last 25 years and I'm sure that they have a very high screening process. I still wonder how well actually I did ask him. I said, "How did you navigate your way onto match.com? Do you even have a computer?" Well, there's public places that you can go into and use a computer. And so, it was just yeah. oh. So never. That was the one and only time I ever used an online dating app and uh, never did again. Thank goodness I never had to. You use a dating website. Yes, it was a dating website. Yeah. yeah. Which I, the only reason I, 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 I jump in to edit that is because, or, um, you know, just to name that, is because um, I find that the apps radically change the landscape of online dating versus a website. Oh, interesting. And how is oh, that? It's well, I don't remember the subtitle of this podcast is supposed to be called, but I thought it was instant gratification or something. Yes, it um, is. It's so it's, instant, right? It, the swiping is so easy. So, so it's, I'm, I kind of label this as a culture. Um, it's like a commodification culture, right? Everything is a commodity. We are a commodity. Intimacy is a commodity. And then it's because the apps make it so, because we're attached to our phones and the apps are on our phone and we're always swiping. We are always in the mix of looking for new people, window shopping and, or chatting with people. And because it's, there's so many options on it. It's so easy to just drop somebody um, out of nowhere. I mean, there's so many, uh, there's so many, uh, things that happen in the online dating world that are just gross, in my opinion, in terms of the ghosting and the this and the that. Yeah. Um, but when we were on a desktop back when, and then there's back when before the desktops and there was not online dating, there was just, you know, you meet through mutual <laughs> friends or at a bar. Right. But, you know, so there's sort of these like different chapters of dating. But the website and a desktop forced you to have space and time to marinate in your selection, to marinate in the conversation, to come back to it, to create some space and timing. So everything was not this instant gratification um, or impulsivity, right? There's a lot of impulsivity to online dating now because of apps. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I think apps have been 
quite destructive to, to dating, in my opinion. Um, I mean, I'd love to hear from our, our guest. Candy. Candy. Yeah, we yeah. should bring her in. Okay. Um, uh, Candy, welcome. Welcome to the Modern Pleasure Podcast. Totally tell totally wrong. I'm just curious if I'm barking up the wrong tree or not, but that that's my, <laughs> my single clients. I, I've done it uh, twice now on uh, back, back when in the very beginning, actually, I, I met my husband on match okay. and uh, oh, I didn't few, know that uh, very interesting dates before that. But uh, yeah. Oh, interesting. It can yeah. be, but today it's crazy. I, I, uh, I think I do it out of boredom more than anything when I'm home and I don't have a poker mm. game going on. I can't play pickleball. <laughs> But, um, yeah, it's uh, a lot of catfishing going on, and I think it's just more of a hookup. Tell, tell uh, our site. listeners a catfishing yeah. I'm sorry? What is catfishing? Tell us what catfishing is. I think they're just looking for your information so they can start marketing you. Fishing for info. They're not. And so there's three pictures, one's with the dog. They're not real. They can say they're scientists, but then they don't have. A PhD or any kind of a degree. There's just a lot to look for there, you know. And then there's those ones that they just jump right to the point. Like, okay, when we get a hookup. Wow. Here's my here's my picture of my penis. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've gotten that. <laughs> oh my god, no. So, but that was after a lot. That was that was after a long time talking and stuff like that. And. You know, lessons learned. Don't don't go on those back sites where they can send you pictures. Um, so, Candy. So anyway, lessons learned. Um, I have a great a great uh, two very good um, examples of online dating. One back twenty years ago, and one mm, a month ago. Hey, Candy. Would you like but, to hear them? Yeah, but before you get into that, tell us a little bit of your story. You know, what, you you. I know that you were married for a long time, so kind of give us a. a an example of your situation now and, and why, you know, we're actually bringing this topic to your attention. Um, yeah, just, just fill us in a little bit on who, well, what do I'm, you do, Candy? Uh, who are you? I'm uh, been single for about two years now. I was married for about eight years with him for 10, single before that for 15 and married for 25. So um, you can take some of the zeros off of there and but I'm I'm older than Kim, and um, not by much. Dating's fun. I think dating's fun. How old Kim is actually so that doesn't give me any. Are you? I don't know how old you are, Kim. You don't know how old I am. I just turned sixty this year. Happy birthday! It's a beautiful number. Yeah, it is. It's a great number. It's a scary I'm number. Sixty. <laughs> I might be saying that in five or ten years. <laughs> so so uh candy um i knew candy and her second husband um as a couple uh, we did a lot of stuff with them so i you know i was surprised to hear that um you had gotten divorced uh that was completely unexpected but um regardless of that uh, knowing you and um you know and especially in this stage of your life was it difficult to transition into that single status again? No, because I had been single for so long prior to getting married. I don't think it was. 
the age is, you know, a little more difficult um, because, you know, we all think we're young and we're really not. And um, I'm pretty young for my age and I do a lot of things. And um, a lot of the men out there that, you know, they get into my match group, you know, I, I just not interested in. So I think to me, it's there's more men out there that I'm not interested in because, um, you know, we're we're you know, we're seniors. So do you think that in your eyes, they appear to be older physically, you know, and and not you don't find them physically attractive or what is it? Well, I think some of them, you know, some of them very well can be. Uh, they're in, more interested in having the wife that's going to stay home and watch TV with them and <laughs> cook and have dinner. And that's just not me. It's probably one of the reasons why I'm single. Um, I like to enjoy life. And there's a lot of men out there that really do. Uh, you just have to really weed through it. It's like you said, it's, it's click, 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 click. And, uh, I, I personally would rather meet a man, you know, out doing what I love to do and then go from there because at least you know that they like to do what you like to do and they're not just appeasing you. So um, I think, you know, I met my husband there. We liked to play poker. That was something we had in common. And um, that, that was really a, a base to our relationship. Now I want to find somebody who likes to play pickleball and poker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Candy, you know, you make an interesting point about um, age, <clears throat> because what I find, and granted, my sample, I, I have probably 20% of my, maybe 10 to 15% of my clients are single and, and um, looking to figure out how to be in relationship. And so they're on, and I've, I've watched the evolution from the laptop <laughs> to the apps. Um, I, I, I too had a little stint on a laptop before I found my husband, but I found him through friends. Um, and that was 12 years ago. So I don't have experience with the apps personally, but I definitely have plenty of friends on the apps and I grab their apps and I look through them. And then I give advice on the profiles and how to create a good profile and how to like, you know, set themselves up for success dating. But I find that there is a gender discrepancy with age in that, um, <clears throat> men inevitably go for much younger, which means, you know, not all men, I should say, but certainly plenty of men want yeah. younger than their own age. So Candy, if you're in your early 60s, that means men in their early 70s and older are hitting you up and you're like, I'm a beautiful, vivacious 60 something year old and you probably want somebody of the same age and yet they might not be willing to give you a chance because they don't realize that somebody their own age could meet them where they want to be met. And that's unfortunate. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, so, yeah, so, so true. In fact, sometimes you'll click on somebody and they go, they don't want to talk to you. I mean, the pop-up will come up there and say, they don't want to talk to you. You don't meet their criteria. I'm just like next. In fact, remember Kim, I used to have that thing on my, my poker chip that said next. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's just next, you know, you just keep on keeping on and, and, you know, there's a lid for every, there's a pot for every lid, lid for every pot and you just keep on. And the thing is, is not to take it personal. I yeah. Mean, it's hard, that would be my problem. You can't. I don't handle rejection. It, well, yeah. And then you just go out, you know, you go out with them and, and, you know, three days out, 
it, you know, if it's not clicking, it's not clicking. And you, I, I have this theory that you should date three men three times and keep that going until, until you, um, you know, they fall off and then there's just one left. I haven't got there on this round yet, but, um, <laughs> and I'm not sure, you know, as far as that, I, I mean, I'd love to have a partner and, and all that as far as getting married and all that. Again, it's just not, in, not something I'm probably interested in doing. But, you know, we all like to have a physical connection and I'm not a one night stand girl. So, you know, you just got to you got to take those three dates and, and be picky. You, you know, you just really have to be picky. And at this age, you know, a lot of men, they're just looking for the, you know, dinner and a movie. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know that I would. So I. Here's here would be my problems if I was single and I was dealing with this. Number one, I don't I don't handle rejection well. Number two, I don't reject well. <laughs> I'm like you know, I I'm the one that has the stray dogs that live with her because I can't bear to hurt anybody's feelings, you know. And that's that's a hard one for me to do too. It it would be. But some- yeah. And sometimes like I had this one guy, he wanted to take me to Vegas because he thought I would be a good bartering piece for a swingers convention. Oh my God. And I, I was like flattered. I mean, sure. Thank you. I'm not going, but <laughs> you know, and, and I, wow. I, I have a friend who ended up with somebody and after they dated for some time, discovered that that was his MO too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, and you know, I did this, this a couple of months ago, I had a guy went out with him, had drinks at the bar and, and we talked on the phone a number of times. And then one night he said, are you kinky? And I'm like, well, you know, I was married 25 years. I'm not sure that I'm that kinky, but I'm not, you know, the prude of all prudes. And so he's starting to talk about sweaty sheets. And I'm like, I'm thinking I love crisp sheets. I'd like to get those crisp sheets wet, you know, sweat. Sweat is what I was thinking. Well, that's not what he was thinking. He was thinking of that whole golden shower thing. Oh, my God. And and it was just way even beyond what we're thinking right now. To the point after I said goodbye, I'm like, okay, I got to look this up. So, you know, I go on on, um, DuckDuckGo so I don't get, you know, spammed and look all you know this bedding up that he's taught and i'm like oh my god no not for me you know everybody's got their thing and that's okay you know people have their their issues and and i don't even call them issues they have their their kinkiness or whatever they want to do but you know if it's not for you it's not for you and that's the way it is in life in general you know well and i think it's the point that dr jenny brought up really interestingly especially when it comes to online dating or even dating apps is that you don't have that ability to connect on a on a level that introduces this into a relationship on on a on a on a more consistent level on a level that grows you know what i mean it's like right. there's it's that instant gratification thing it's like okay i mean those are the kind of things that i would feel like you would work and up to in a relationship, not like right off the bat. Hey, let's do this. <laughs> like, mm. Oh yeah, it's right off the bat with a lot of these guys. So it's it's a uh, it's a uh, it's crazy. I think one of the best things to do if you're going to do online dating is do something. Not necessarily go for coffee or wine or anything like that. Go do something. Go to a, a, a farmer's market or or something like that where you're walking around and you're kind of getting the feel, it, you have more freedom to talk. It's not like an interview, 
Yeah. I think that's really a good thing to do. I, I would say there's actually a step before that that I think is super important because you were talking about, um, you know, are these people bots? Are they real? Um, are they who they are? I mean, even Kim, your story that you opened with, with, you know, you thought this guy was something and then you met him in person and it was, it was like a bait and switch. Um, get on a video date, do a 30 minute video date on a like Zoom or a FaceTime and get a feel of them. You can see them in their environment. You can see if they're a slob or not. Um, you can see how they present themselves. You can see their energy and you're not wasting your time. And you're also not putting yourself fully out there in case, you know, they're not real or in case they're totally not what you expected. And then, you know, even if you're 10 minutes into the video date and you're like, oh, this person's great. Let's just go find the coffee shop. Then you can quickly switch. But yeah. I think it's a good step in this day and age to do that. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I, I, I know have, a few people oh, that that's OK. I know a few people that actually did that during COVID because they couldn't go out and date, but they still wanted to connect with somebody. And so uh, a video dating was like a huge, huge deal. Yeah. Yeah. But even after saying, COVID. Go ahead. Yeah. Candy. I'm no, I was going to say my thing. My thing is, is, you know, don't waste your time. Text, text, text. It's a big waste of time. Text. Right. Call. I, I'm, I give out my phone number because I can always block them. Right. So <laughs> I, if they can't hold a conversation on the phone that we're done, we're done. And if you were laughing. You were saying about the videos and people being slobs. My girlfriend and I were going through the whole thing and, and, um, there was this guy there. He had toilet paper sitting on his desk. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> in his picture. They're in the bathroom. It's just hilarious. And with a fish, everybody's got a fish. You know, it's just, it's crazy. It everybody's got, you mean crazy. everybody that you video called with as a fish? No, no. Uh, you know, when you go to the dating sites, it's a, it's so many men have fish. That's their picture. Their dating site pictures have a fish in them. It's a riot. That's oh, funny. It's crazy. Or a cat or something. Yeah. Animal, you mean? Have a fish as their animal? Well, no, they just, they have I guess pictures that's the only with picture fish. they have of themselves is they caught this fish. Oh, like oh, they like fishing. fishing. Like, I'm thinking of a fish tank. Yeah. Yeah, that's no, what no, I was thinking no, no. too. They have a, a dead fish. Here, here's my fish <laughs> tank. Check out all my no. fish in my fish tank. <laughs> that's appropriate for plenty of fish right that yeah. that site that yeah, one's there you go. interesting one yeah oh no i i'm, I'm get i get nervous just talking about this thinking oh please no never be in this situation ever again i i just i know candy it sounds like well candy sounds like she's having fun with it and i'm sure you know right. i would i just don't think i would no and it, it, it's not for everybody. That's for sure. You know, mm -hmm. I, and I love people. I like to meet people. I mean, I met people from all over different countries at times and, you know, just sit and talk with what they think of the United States or, or, you know, things I don't get into religion or politics, but it's just interesting. So I kind of look at them like as people, maybe I don't want to date them. Maybe I don't want to have a, a loving relationship with them. Maybe I want them to be my friend or maybe, you know, I have a friend that they might hook up with. So it's um, like I said, you just can't take it serious. You just really can't. And I think the video thing's great because one time I had a date with this man. And when I met him, I think he was 100. He had his walker. And 
<laughs> it was really sad, you know. And at one point, you're just kind of like, you just wasted, you know, two hours of my day. But then the other time, it was just kind of sad. And, uh, you know, just some of the stories that you hear, men and women. Uh, I talked to a man one time, and he said, and he took me to Scott's Seat for our first date. That's where we met. That's a nice I'm restaurant. Like, this is pretty nice. You know, that's kind of a bit expensive for a first date. And he goes, well, I like to eat out and I like company. And I'm like, well, thank you very much. And then he tells me his little war story about one time he met somebody at Scott's and uh, she was not even ever the picture. She was just obesely huge. And I said, what did you walk out? And he goes, no, we sat dinner. And he said, she ordered dinner. I ordered dinner about halfway through. I paid for the bill and left. He says, I just, I tried to be nice, but you know. So, you know, there's there's people out there that want to take advantage. And there's people that, um, you know, they're kind hearted. And uh, then there's people that are just jerks. So, Candy, let me ask you this. Is, is online dating the only way that you're, that you're meeting people or... No. Um, well, as you know, you know, all our friends have, were, you know, married and we had that whole married crowd. And um, I have a friend, uh, a female friend that lives up in Reno and she's very hooked into the music community up there. So I spend a lot of time going up there and and I meet people up there. And the thing about that is I don't live up there. So I, you know, dating is more like we'll see it. Well, you know, we'll see at this event tomorrow or or, you know, let's go out to breakfast after after the band or drinks or whatever like that. It's more, I feel like I, it's more of a teenage dating. Let's go group of people. Let's go, you know? <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, it's not, it's not so much that, you know, do you want to go to dinner on Friday night kind of dating? I like go up there. I don't know, Candy, because, um, I, you know, I, I'm a big fan of friendships that catch fire. Yeah. And yeah, I, which is not online dating um, unless you're, you find friends and then you cultivate the friendship, but the friendships that catch fire. I mean, the, the, the reason I like it for a lot of people, um, I'll be honest, myself included, all my, all my major relationships, including my marriage is because I find that most people come into the world with intimacy wounds and oh, yeah, I got those. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they get exasperated by relationships in adulthood, but our intimacy imprint, right. The, the, the way we learn intimacy growing up, is usually some form of unworthiness or neglect or or abandonment or abuse. And I'm being dramatic, but you know, you might have like a really light form of that. Um, oh no, I got big stuff of that. We have big stuff. I mean, <laughs> medium to big stuff, right? We're human. And so what happens is we have all our guards up and our shields. And we talked about this in the last episode, Kim, as it pertained to side by side self pleasure. Yeah. But it pertains to to, to dating. Um you know, what happens is we don't want to just open up our hearts and trust somebody immediately. It's hard. Or we do, and then we get hurt, and then we kind of go through this roller coaster. And so the friendship allows for the slower building of trust and the slower building of emotional intimacy. And it also slows down the sex, right? Friends don't typically have sex unless you have a friendship with benefits that specifically outlines you're having sex. And so when you slow down the sex, you don't get attached prematurely to the wrong person. And you get to know them, you get to develop, you know, trust and um, emotional depth. So you can go, oh, yeah, this this could be my this could be my person. And you can still be attracted to the friend. I have plenty of friends that I find attractive. Um, I'm not off having affairs with them, but I can recognize and bookmark, oh, attractive friend, attractive friend, attractive friend. 
you know, and so when I met my husband and he was an attractive friend and then he was not an attractive friend and he moved on into, <laughs> you know, bigger and better things, but that's where he did start. And I, I think there's utility to that. I have a friend who is going through an interesting um, scenario where she, and she's single and she just lost um, a very, very close uh, person to her. Um, I want to say it was a cousin, but they were like sisters. So very, very close. And this person was married and it wasn't it was a sudden thing. I mean, she was going through some stuff, but it was an unexpected um, death. And in the course of trying to navigate through this grief with her with her cousin's husband, they have connected in a way that she didn't expect. And, you know, not to say that it's necessarily going in that direction, but it could. And, and the difference is that they already had this mutual bond that because they'd all been friends and and did things together for years and traveled together and did all this other stuff. So yeah, I can see where that can be um, an advantage into, you know, that friendship that, would you call it? You said friend, friend fire. Friendship that catches fire. Friendship that catches fire. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Not easier. I mean, easier said than done though. Right. Candy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, it's got to be like a priority, I guess. And, and, um, I, like I said, I was married 25 years, so I, I don't have that big of a commitment problem, but I know that, um, it, it really is an effort to put yourself out there to get up and get dressed and go to these places. And, you know, like I was out the other night and, um, there was this girl who had lost her husband. He died and, um, uh, it's about two years. She's ready. And, these older men kept on asking her out and she's like, yeah, she'll go out with them, but it wasn't what she wanted. And so um, she saw a man in, uh, at the concert that she thought was attractive and she went over there and started talking to him. And later she asked him to dance and um, she just decided that, you know, this is the kind of man I want and I'm going to go check him out and see if he's worthy. And uh, you know, they had a date the next night. So, you just got to get out there and do it. Be brave. You know, it's so easy to get on those apps and just waste your life away. Yeah. It really is. And, you know, come winter, that'll probably happen a lot more because people don't want to go out and, and do that when it's cold and rainy and snowy and all that. But, you know, you just got to do it. You know, it's just like anything. It's like a career. It's your resume and your job hunting and your skills and, you know, it's... uh you got to put yourself I, not out there. for the faint of heart, that's for sure. No, no, no. You know, I think it's a mix of both in terms of like the utility of, you know, in this modern age, when we're really busy, the utility of having an online platform to date means you can really um, be specific about what you're looking for and who you are so that you can, you know, you can really put together a list of your hierarchy of needs like if you really need somebody who has a job, if you really need a certain <laughs> level of education, or you need somebody that has the same political views as you, right? You might not gauge all that when you're in a bar. I mean, you could after a conversation, but you can really gauge those needs on a platform. Mm. 
but the, the idea of being out in the world is super helpful too, because you're practicing being out in the world, which I think is helpful. And you're also exercising your intuition, right? You're reading people's energy, right. their body language. You know, I think there's a lot to be said for that too. So I think really blending those two tasks is an important, an important skill. Well, this has been a really interesting conversation. I want to remind Candy, have you gotten your 50% off uh, your uh, Adam and Eve purchase? I have it in my my, uh, cart, I guess that's what we call it. Oh, okay. um, I'm not sharing why I just left it in the cart, but we're good at that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it's there. It's still there. You can I'll push it. You can yeah, you can push that button. You can still get that discount uh, by using code word modern at adamandeve.com. Get fifty percent off any one item plus candy, I'm telling you, those ten free gifts, they are something special. Lots of fun. And free shipping, too. So, again, uh, that's adamandeve.com, code word modern. Um, you know, I'm I'm definitely going to jump in and grab that pillow because, uh, and here's a good reason why, too. Uh, I threw out my back not too long ago. And so wow. I'm constantly having to, I got one of those rollers and I get on it and I roll my back out. And just thinking about this pillow, I'm like, you know, that was that's a really good arch support. <laughs> I might just get it for that. So, you know, all kinds of reasons why. Um, Again, adamandeve.com, code word modern. Get that 50% off any one item, almost any one item. Um, I'm not quite sure they have a discount on on the swing that Dr. Jenny and I were talking about last episode. But check that out, too, because um, they've got everything, everything you can think of at adamandeve.com. They really do. They really do, yeah. So, um, Candy, I know that you've been listening to... to our podcast um, from from the beginning, right? Right. So, um, you know, as somebody who we were talking in our last episode about how, um, you know, being vulnerable in talking about sex, just like, you know, you've graciously come on here and, and, and have given your opinion and your experience when it comes to dating. It's not always easy to do, but it is extremely freeing. And I I think that, you know, when I hear you talk about your situation and, and, and dating in this, in this life stage, you're, I love your attitude about it. I love the fact that you're just like, Hey, this is just another adventure. You know, I don't know that a lot of people are, you know, I think it would be very scary for me. And I, I don't know that I would put myself out there, but, um, I think that also is part of being vulnerable and and opening your your you know mind and your heart to you know getting uncomfortable in situations. It is the the last internet date I had was with somebody considerably younger than I, so that was you know that's kind of nice, and um, he he was just so open and vulnerable and. I mean, literally, you know me, Kim, and I, I put my hands over my face. I was embarrassed at that point. And he's like, I really, really like you. And I'd really like to get to know you and that, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I just kept on thinking, I'm not there. And he kept on, you're there in your eyes. You're there in your eyes. And, and I was just putting my hands over my face and, and kind of, you know, embarrassing, laughing. But, you know, because he was so young and not, not, not like eight years. And I've been with men for years 
eight years younger, but, but um, it was just so different, I guess, in this whole field of dating and uh, the society today to find a man that was so vulnerable. It was, it was a pleasure. I wish he was a little older and had some of the things that I was looking for in my, in my life. So why were you covering your eyes? Why were, why were you feeling embarrassed? Um, You know, he was just, he, he, he was hitting um, my feelings that I had feeling in me. He, he, he understood them. Like, you you know, you, uh, you talk about uh, intuition and being at a table with somebody and really knowing that they're they're it's honesty and not just BS, you know, on the you know trying to get you in bed. But it was just real honesty, and he was just hitting a lot of the honest nerves there. You know, you're lo- I'm lonely. I mean, you know, it you you miss that male companionship, and he was offering a, a lot of you know whether it's go play golf or, or you know come come teach me how to play pickleball. Or, you know, I would like to make you dinner. Can we just cuddle on the couch kind of stuff that you're looking for? But he just wasn't the right guy. You know, I mean, there was a lot about him that wasn't the right guy. But he was he was really saying the things that, you know, I feel. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I'm curious what did not make him the right guy. Yeah, I was going to ask him the question. I was going to ask that same question. His age. Basically, oh, his age. Wait, hold on. How much younger was he? Um, eight, eight, nine years. And you know, like I said, I've been in a really uh, like five, six year relationship with somebody that was eight years younger, but that was many, many years ago. So, are you and thinking you're too old for him? Years older. Would you? Well, and there was other things too, but that was the main main thing. Is that you know? I mean you just kind of look into the future and you think, you know, I don't want, because I know that when I was with this other man, um, I remember thinking, man, you're making me feel old. (laughs) Well, wait a minute. Was he, he was eight years younger. He was eight years younger. No, he was eight years younger. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, there was just times I I just felt old being with him. I don't know why. Hmm. It's just what it is, you know? Maybe I need therapy. Let me ask you a question because this is the social narrative that we have to be the same age or better. Man is older, and that's the social narrative of it. But and and that um, may make sense on a biological level when you're in your twenties, maybe thirties, and you're figuring out fertility and baby making, and you're trying to find the right kind of like window of fertility with a man who's um, mature enough. But once you're past, once you're in menopause, once, once none of that matters, I really want to debunk this myth of, of age because it's real. if you didn't know his age, and really try to think about this, Candy, if you didn't know his age and he just kept it quiet, would you have gone on more dates and liked him and seen it out a little further? Um, seeing him, he, you know, he, visually he was okay. Um, I, I usually like taller men. He was a, a tall man. Um, he, um, I, I, I don't know if he was five years younger, you know, that would probably have been okay. Cause I like younger men cause I'm a young me, but, um, but what yeah, she's it, saying you know, is, is some, if of you, the, some if, of the things, you know, the concerts that he loved, Oh, do you like to go to this? I love music, but I'm not a big concert going to the big 
big, big concerts. I like, you know, smaller venues and just, you know, he was talking about his stereo system in his house and, and, you know, that kind of stuff. And I'm like, no, that's a, that's just not who I am. It was, it was, it, it matched maybe a different, um, maturity level or interest. Right. Level. Yeah. He was not a, he was not a mature, he was not his mature for his age or even his age, his own age. So but right. he was a very nice man. That's super valid. I just wanted to see if it had anything to do with like just the, the myth of knowing he was younger versus um, acting younger. No, because I love that. You know, I, I love that because like I said, I, I'm a young me and and um, I know that men my age very rarely can keep up. <laughs> Good for you, <laughs> In Candy. a lot of ways. <laughs> I, I always wonder about, you know, um, body image too for for me if I was single. I think I think the fact that my body is aging and that it's not as, you know, great as it was 30 years ago when I was doing all this dating, that yeah. that would stop me from having um a, a relationship with somebody especially if they were younger <laughs> I, have, I have to tell you a story years ago when i was single the first time after you know i i never dated until i was 43 years old you know yeah and um i was in victoria's secret one time buying some nice sexy lingerie and there was this pro- she she's probably 70 75 year old lady you know not not like today's ladies you know she was really kind of more matronly and she was buying the cutest teddy, you know, and I'm like, good for you, honey. And she goes, honey, when you're the only one in the room, it don't matter, <laughs> you know, and and that's so true. It's it's so true. And I think women are more self-critical than men ever are. Oh, them. for if they're real, sure. If they're, you know, unless, you know, there's all those guys out there. They're looking for an arm piece, piece you know, so yeah. I don't even use candy on my dating site. I'm not your arm candy, you know, and um. But, you know, like you're the only one in the room. Everybody just wants to feel good. You make them feel good. Hopefully they'll make you feel good. Everybody's happy. Well, and I have a hard time just being, you know, naked in front of my husband sometimes because I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, it's really easy to hide the flab when you got clothes on, but it's very difficult to do it when you don't. And, you yeah. know, not that he cares, but um, no, they- but that would be for me trying to date on a on a level of uh you know where I'm at in my life and uh, I I don't know I just think that would stop me right there it would be like yeah I'll go out to dinner with you but that's as far as it goes <laughs> nobody's taking off their clothes <laughs> I would have oh, to I, work I, out for a good year in order to feel confident <laughs> <laughs> to me it's like I could work out all day long I don't think uh, you know cuz I've I gained so much weight in my marriage that, um, you know, now, now your body's not recuperating to the weight you've lost, but you know, I, you know, I'm not going to be walking around for a while without clothes on, but, um, you know, there's some nice, sexy clothes out there. Yeah, I know. And nobody, nobody's, you know, women are just so critical of themselves. You know, I, I don't think men are that, I don't think men are as near as critical as of us as we are of ourselves. I really don't. No, uh, no, they aren't for sure. Um, my girlfriend who, uh, is, is single and does a lot of dating, but she is like a workout fiend. I mean, she has Mm -hmm. a great body. She looks amazing. And 
I find that most of the guys she dates are younger than her because right. the guys that are older definitely can't keep up. And right. um, and she's my age. And so um, for her, it there because she likes the younger guys. Right. Because they're more active and and mm-hmm. they kind of, you know, check her box. But there is also that maturity level to it, too. You know, like you were saying, they could they could check out the physical box in terms of, you know, yeah, they they look good. And he said all the right things. But there is definitely that maturity level, too. For sure. You have to have things in common, you know, and if you get too far apart, you don't. Whether it's, you know, movies, actresses, concerts, whatever, you know, the age difference makes a difference. That's why I like country music because it's ageless and, (laughs) and, uh, you know, we can all we can all enjoy that. But um, yeah, but all the songs are about heartbreak or or broken uh, down cars and animals. (laughs) (laughs) just play them backwards you're good (laughs) that's really funny well i and then you know you got the sex thing i mean you know you get 60 and a lot of men you know they're having erectile dysfunctions and and different things that are going on there so you know you're kind of looking at the the younger men because you know they might possibly not have that problem and um you know that's always such a touchy subject and somebody's like oh are we gonna have sex because uh I need to take my little blue pill. Yeah. Oh, for like, sure. You know, kind of thing. And, and and this is this was also a, a a problem for my girlfriend who, you know, she was attracted to men who were older in terms of their intellect for sure. But right. then yeah. she would consider, you know, well, what's going to happen in ten years? I'm going to have to take care of this person, you know, and so. Yeah. That was a a source of contention for her. She's like, I, I, if they're too young, the immaturity level and the intellect level isn't there. If they're too old, I'm going to be, you know, changing diapers in 10 years. And I can't do that either. <laughs> but these are all the what ifs that may not come to fruition, right? Yeah. Excuses to not get intimate. Yeah. Because the tr- cares if they take a blue pill. What do you care if they put a blue pill in their body? If their erection is working and it gives you pleasure, I don't care if they put a shot, there's injections. I don't care if they take a pill. Like, I mean, honestly, who really cares? I don't know. I want a pill sometimes too. (laughs) Right. And the other thing is, you know, you can assume that in 10 years, somebody might need diapers, but you just talked about Kim, who, who, the grandma who's 99 and still. Oh yeah. My grandmother. Oh yeah. You know how people are going to age, you know, people can, we butt up against a chronic illness way too early and then it's our older partner taking care of us so you know just to debunk some of these myths of i'm not going to choose this person because i'm changing their diapers or they're taking pills you never know if you like the person in front of you you might as well give them a chance because you only got one chance on this planet yeah that's good advice say three dates three dates minimum plus Gotta a day- do it so is that when you say three dates and three men, is that like the benchmark? Because, Dr. Jenny, I believe you agreed with Candy when she said that. So what is I mean, obviously, there's no real rule here, but what is the the emphasis behind the three dates? I think three. I mean, I, I'd love to hear from you, Candy, first, and then I'll speak. Well, I just think, you know, we go out with somebody and it's like, oh, they don't look exactly like you want them to look or, you know. And then, then you've got your own, all your own issues. And then, you know, it gives you time to think about them and 
you know, when you're away from them and, and kind of give them another chance. Cause a lot of times everybody's really nervous in the very beginning. So they're, first of all, they're putting on their best foot or they're so nervous. They're not even talking. And then you just get to know them and, you know, you, you kind of find out, are they real? Um, I, I personally like to meet people in person because I'm very good at reading people. And um, yeah, because she's a really good poker player. <laughs> well, um, you know, you talk about, you know, when you're growing up and you, ha- you have some some instability there, you you get a lot of skills by looking around and seeing, you know, who's safe and who's not safe. So um, and, and I think that it just lets you get beyond the physical looks of people. That's probably the very most important thing for me anyway is um you know they don't have to they don't have to be that tall dark and handsome man although i'd love it but um yeah i just and then you got to do three because because um i just don't want to get all into one thinking oh is he going to call me or you know and what am i going to do the friday night i just think you got to do what you got to do and if there's an opening there and they ask you out they ask you out but so you're um, saying you have to you have to at least date three men at one time Three times. Well, I, I don't think you should just stick to one right off the bat. I don't, I'm gotcha. not a believer in that. I'm not sleeping with them, but, you know, I just don't think that's the way you should do it. I don't, I don't know. What, what do you think, Doc? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm mixed. I generally like the idea of three dates if they pass enough of the green, if they have enough green flags and no, right. you know, no red flag. If they have red flags, forget it, right? They're it's, gone. Yeah, and a red flag could be you're just simply not attracted to that person. That's okay, right? It's re- you need to have some level of attraction. You don't have to be wildly attracted to them because it can grow, especially for women. The attraction can grow. Um, men, men are wired differently. They need to be attracted to that person who walks through the door. Oh, so yeah. so anyway, you know, and then that's heterosexually. But you know, I I think that the, you know, as long as there's not the red flags, and you have, to, and everybody, that's subjective. Go on a few dates because you're right. There are the first, maybe even second date anxiety jiggles, you know, like you got to get those out of the way and you get to see different layers of the person and different, you know, possibility for connection that you might not see if you are anxious or guarded on those first, maybe second, you know, dates. Right. So it gives the person more of a possible it gives you a possibility gives them a possibility and look and even if they're not your person forever you're practicing dating which is good you know that that's what i used to say is so true and i have a friend who um she worked in the medical field ended up finding somebody on match when she was 60 he was a surgeon uh they've been together 10 years and um you know that that's a, that's the advice she gave. She goes, he he just he just wasn't my type of a guy. You know, he didn't fit the box. He wore dork, dorky clothes or whatever. And um, you know, she said, but he was so funny. He was so funny. And she says, that's what she's just you know like me. You know, of course, red flags. You're out of here next. You know, but you know, give them a chance. They you know they wear weird glasses. That can get changed. But um. You know, I just think that sometimes we were too quick and the society, it's just like this quick fix society. Give, give things a chance. Yeah. Well, all of this was really interesting. And uh, Candy, I want to thank you for coming on and uh, sharing your experiences. This was fun. And Dr. Jenny, as always, you always have 
such great advice. Um, next episode, which is our last episode of season one of Modern Pleasure Podcast, we're talking about more orgasms from the elusive to the multiples. What a way to wrap up a season. So I love it. I love it. I think we'll, we're all in for that one. <laughs> yep, I think so. And we'll have Savannah back on with us too to share some experiences. But um, want to remind you to make sure that you head over to adamandeve.com. Use code word MODERN. Get 50% off any one item. And uh, get those 10 free fun gifts and free shipping as well. AdamandEve.com. I'm going to go head over there right after we get off this podcast and put that magic pillow in my cart. Candy, I expect you to push cart. Get get that sale in there. I know you're not going to share what you got in that cart. but um. No, I won't. <laughs> but, but I know it'll be pleasurable yes and it'll come with 10 free fun gifts and free shipping so go for it that's adamandeve.com uh use code modern get 50 percent off almost any one item thank you ladies for joining us i wish you a very happy thanksgiving i'm so grateful to everyone who's listening to our podcast really appreciate it don't forget to subscribe and join us next week as we wrap things up for season one see you then <laughs>